0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Hello, everybody. This is the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, beautiful boys, Brandon. What's up? Ben. Hey. And Phil. Hey, what's, what's happening? I'm doing okay. I yeah, did the
2: hey. Hey. Did you? Hey, what's up? What's good? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) What's good, dude? We can't do it. We can't all say. Imagine if it's like Brandon, hey, Ben, hey, Phil, hey. Well, that would be fine, but you started off with what's up
3: and then I said something different. So then the Phil says the same thing. It's weird. If he'd said the same thing as you it'd be weird.
4: All right. mm. Hmm. I'm not wearing any pants. Wow. Wow. All of a
1: sudden. (laughs) See? It can can always get weirder. (laughs)
3: Yeah, wow.
1: Damn. How's everybody doing?
2: Doing doing good just Doing well Acceptable yeah. Excited to yeah. be talking to you gentlemen mm. Oh yeah That's right mm-hmm. Got a drink Sitting down
1: Discussing some games Ready to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it's been surprising There's actually a fair bit of news Going on right now All things considered I think it's The question I guess right now Is that with uh, Which we're going to talk about This a great deal So I don't want to Speculate too much now, but it's we're getting into that pre-E3 time, even though there's no E3. Looking for
3: it. Oh. oh. So, <laughs> when yeah. the leaks start rolling. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: The good leaks, not the bad leaks. Yes, oh. of course. You don't want the bad leaks. No, no not the bad no, leaks. Oh, <laughs> you do not. Nope. As I mentioned, this is the HP Podcast. It comes from HandsomePhantom.com. That's a website you're going to want to check out. But not only that, it's also a YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash and it's also Patreon, patreon.com slash handsome If you want to listen to the show early, you can for as low as a dollar a month. So head on over there. It's a great deal. Listen, if you're not
3: on our Patreon, OK, you're fucked. I, well, not, not <laughs> I was
2: going to say,
3: I get it. Maybe it's a financial thing. Maybe you just are subscribed to too many Patreons, whatever. You don't want a recurring monthly thing. I get it. It costs money. We would appreciate it if you did, but if you don't, that's fine. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube, then screw you, man. Well, yeah, it's free. <laughs> it's free. You've already got a YouTube account or at least a Gmail address, which then means you have a Google account right. or a YouTube account. Come on. What yeah. is wrong with you? Smash that motherfucking you know, subscribe button. I had to
4: make a Gmail account just to be able to subscribe to YouTube stuff because I don't, I don't use
2: Gmail. Hmm. Because you're an old man, Phil.
4: Actually, it might have been Pokemon Go. It was something that I had to actually create a G Yeah, I use a Hotmail. What are you?
2: Still. Oh, I was gonna say, are you a Hotmail man? <laughs> I, you're damn yeah. right, dude. You I looked like in. a Hotmail man. <laughs> <laughs> I logged into my Yahoo
3: account the yeah. other day because I got an alert that my like it was linked to my other email, and it got an alert that somebody tried to log into it from like Bulgaria or something. Nice. And so I logged in just to like reset my password because I don't, I haven't logged into it in years, but and there was something like. I don't know half a million emails, and they were all from like old bands that I haven't listened to in that fifteen means. years. Yeah, it was crazy. I think I'm old school, though.
4: My wife, every time she logs in her email, we still hear "You've got
3: mail." Oh my gosh! gosh. Oh my goodness! Yep. You think I think it's probably time to put her down? <laughs> oh, no, oh no! Old Yeller style. <laughs> oh man,
4: we uh, yeah, we haven't evolved too much in yeah in our house yet.
1: Phil, wow. I have a question for you to kick off this show. Yes, you've been uh. I'd say outspoken disliker of Battle Royale. Games. Yes. Now, if I recall, I've mm-hmm. talked to you in the past week and you said you tried to download and play Warzone. Well, I did. Something has something changed within Whoa. you?
4: Oh. I've been looking, you know, we talked a little bit before the podcast started. I have just not put any game in lately that has really sunk into uh, you know, sunk its teeth into me and made me want to keep going. Your so balls. I tried. Um a little bit of everything. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I've got this game already. Let's just try it the out. The Warzone's free. Correct. Um, but I popped in the disc. I thought I was just going to play some regular right. Call of Duty. Right. But no, you still have to do the uh, seven-hour update, mm-hmm. even if you just want to not play Warzone. So I'm like, well, since I've gone through the seven hours, let's play Warzone. Oh, your um, first time? Well, here's the thing. Let's. <laughs> so since we've talked about that, um, there's like a tutorial or something like that. And I got kind of through that, and then I was just like, nope <laughs> nope i'm
2: <laughs> if, so if, insanely disturbed if, by that it's if,
4: just like if i did a tutorial <laughs> to learn how
2: to play online multiplayer i'm no nope. no nope. but the buttons are all the same as the
4: campaign yeah so th- i don't well, know that's there's, not, that's not entirely there's like true. stopping over here mostly and like, you know doing things on computers and getting spending money to make your people come back to life and uh it's and nah. Wow. What do you think about? Computers. I don't know. There was like a like go over to the station and you got. He's talking like, about a buy station. Maybe you know. have to open. It. Yeah, that that, that
2: buying just... something
4: from from an in game hub, not doing online multiplayer. I Yo, just want to respawn shoot people. Respawn shoot people.
1: I have two well, then, th- normal multiplayer. Well, that's thing. what
4: I yeah. That's what I'm good. That. I yeah. will
1: say so, Warzone. When I did the tutorial, I'm like this is extremely complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now that I've taken just a little bit of time, I think it is the simplest battle royale. Yeah. As far as terms of Okay. All the different elements. Okay. Because other battle royale games are like you have to fuck with uh, sights on your gun, different attachments. You have to inventory management is huge. All that's gone. Building, building, yeah. building. building. Yeah. 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 Say the like one thing
3: about about Fortnite that made it so accessible is that you didn't have to do that with your guns, but you did. You almost had to learn how to build you had to build shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, you absolutely yeah. had to.
4: Yeah. I uh, I unlocked a nice skin for finishing the tutorial. Yeah. Um. Mm. So I've got that that fine young soldier boy to uh play as if i ever want to i have a question uh, another question
2: <laughs> That's fine my young soldier boy, okay. i don't even know what <laughs>
4: i don't know after i did the tutorial i unlocked the hippest thing it just see. looked it just looked like <laughs> a regular soldier i don't know nothing special so when you play call oh, of duty do yeah, you play that was great
1: regular or hardcore
4: Oh, regular. I like domination.
2: Oh. I'm sure you do. I like
4: <laughs> <laughs> and team deathmatch are, are my two uh, two go tos. I don't like hardcore. I don't like defusing bombs and things like that. I've search been, and destroy is nah.
1: nah. See, I was playing hardcore, team deathmatch, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I've come to the conclusion that hardcore mode is the easy mode of Call of Duty. Mm. For the most part. That's interesting. Because, sure, you don't have HUD and you don't have a mini-map, but if you're not good at aiming, it doesn't matter in in uh, whatever. Hmm. But I also like team, uh, uh, hardcore mode because the meta doesn't matter as much. Right. I put a scope on the MP7 hmm. and was just running around for fun, and it worked. I might give but it you a would shot. Never, It would never work interesting. in normal team death. I'm intrigued. I think it's way easier than normal. Okay. I play normal now because I want my aim to get better, okay. but... Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would disagree with that, but you dis- you think it's uh. you think te- hardcore mode is harder. Yeah, because than regular. what it is is it's like
2: in normal team deathmatch even if your aim has to consistently stay on the character's hitbox, right? Yeah. for longer in normal, which you're saying is helping you be more accurate, the fact that most maps have incredibly long sight lines and it only takes you slightly popping out like a millisecond To be shot means that you have to like constantly be aware of super long sight lines if you want to be at all proficient Mm. in any sort of hardcore, which is very VR like. You don't get a warning before you die.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think I can see it both ways. You got three times the health in Warzone. You've got to be accurate. And if you want to get better accuracy as far as the time, your ADS on a person shooting, playing. Core Regular Not core Regular is right. going to make you better At B, at uh, VR Right Yeah no, Anyway for sure. I'll tell you what
4: I like though I like I thought it was cool That you could actually hear Like the armor breaking Oh yeah Shooting it I mean yeah. it was a cool
3: little yeah. effect it's, it's got great sound design For sure yeah. What it doesn't what have When it is, works Is yeah. great Chat features <laughs> mm.
1: Before we get started, I have to say this show, I don't have, it's my pleasure to say this show is sponsored by Balls Garana, Mm-mm. delicious energy drink. As far as I know, they were doing free shipping very recently. They might still be doing that. Anyway, check out their social media page. It'll say there, either way, it's a great drink. Check it out, Balls Garana.
4: I lost a Balls the other day. I didn't know. I had this like, my sister gave me this skunky beer mm. and my wife was kind of dumping it down the drain. I didn't realize one of the Balls was like in there. It must have. Needed We might need a space In the refrigerator oh, At some no. point So R.I.P. Orange Balls Guarana That wow. got dumped out With the skunky beer That's
2: a fucking shame That is yep. a shame Like I said Put her down <laughs> <laughs> He brings up Two good points It's the longest I've ever had a wife I guess
3: it's Right <laughs> <probably> time <laughs> Come to think of it This is the longest I've ever had a wife too
1: Just uh, just a difference In how uh, many I've had I Right guess, you Right
3: know. <laughs> uh, Yep
1: Guys, I thought I would change it up and kick off this show with some good news. Rapid fire. Good news exclusively. And then we'll get into the I don't believe it. The less. So here's the rapid fire. Good news. First of all, skateboarder Jason Dill says there's a new Tony Hawk game coming out this year and he's in it. He said this on an interview on a podcast. And this is not the first rumor. Phil seems mad right now.
4: You <laughs> better not do me dirty. I mean... I agree, look, dude. Can you remember one of the first, if not the first Phil's times I grubbing. was ever on the podcast with you boys. It was so, to talk about Tony Hawk 5 and the disappointment that it that followed with it. Like, I waited so long for that game.
1: We, When we talked about the original rumors of a new Tony Hawk game, I'm pretty sure that Activision wouldn't be involved. I think hmm. this is Tony Hawk taking his... Okay. Brand somewhere else But it's it's hard to say He could self-publish
4: I just I need it to be good Yep
1: Well moving yeah. along here The next rapid fire
4: Okay sorry rapid Tetris fire. Effect We didn't been... bring down The good news Phil
3: sorry.
1: No it's just I, I
4: I want it to be good news I'm gonna stay positive It's gonna be great It's gonna redeem Tony Hawk 5 And I'm excited
1: Tetris Effect Has been listed In the coming soon section Of the Oculus Quest store Oh that's interesting This is exciting Because to, uh, Obviously Tetris Effect Amazing 10 out of 10 Soon, uh, people who have a quest and probably regular Rift too, I'm assuming. Ooh, hmm. But Can you imagine on the quest
3: just how like, beautiful? Sitting on the toilet playing Ooh. playing Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh wow. Slaps, baby. <laughs> Sit on the porch and just like, people will think you got problems. It'll be
1: no.
4: amazing. Just do you remember out there playing Tetris?
1: Do you remember 2004? The year? Yeah. That is
4: one of my favorite years of all time.
1: Well, a little game came out in 2004 called. Star Wars Battlefront. Dead. Yeah. It's been updated on the PC and it wow. now has online multiplayer. Wow. Isn't that? That's fucking They wild. updated a game from 2004 to have online multiplayer. Did I mean, Battlefront
3: 2 have online multiplayer?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The, I think it the still old does. Battlefront 2. For sure. They okay. had to patch it for Steam specifically, the mm-hmm. Steam release. So that's exciting.
2: Yeah. Yep. Cool. One last wrap. Uh, What's fire? it cost?
1: Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's probably cheap right now because of uh, the Star Wars sales. Mm-hmm. For the May the 4th mm-hmm. sale One last thing And then we can get into deep dives Last of Us 2 has gone gold It's done Boy Oh shit pretty... Most of us have
3: already beat it in our minds Yeah <laughs> Wow Just because it <laughs> went gold doesn't mean it's done Just by the way <laughs> that's...
1: Right But the, the the version that's being put on the discs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, The mm-hmm. plural discs mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be uh, Sony's largest first party title Coming in at like 100 gigabytes. Oh, great. So. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, got to delete everything I'm oh, playing right do, now. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's insane. What are you guys it's just... about? I have a terabyte and I've got half of it
3: free. Hmm.
2: I don't have that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> is,
1: is Modern Warfare considered the largest game yeah. on PS4 right now? Yeah. It's like
2: six games. It this was 150. It was bigger than Red Dead. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was it's clocking in around 150 last time I checked on my PS4. Red Dead doesn't well, take up any space way. on my hard drive. Yeah, Phil, <laughs> you're garbage
3: for not playing that <laughs> That's game. True. Um I have the disc. I bought the, the Modern Warfare disc and recently I was installing an update and it glitched. And this happened to a ton of people I saw on Twitter, but it glitched and I had to re-download everything. Oh shit. So with the disc, which I assume is some of the it didn't it didn't delete that part of it that copied onto the hard drive. The other stuff that downloaded, which was multiplayer and Warzone, um, was like 97 gig. So if you add in the campaign and everything, which I didn't have to download because it was on the disc already, I'm sure it's at least 150. Yep. I had to buy space. the disc
4: because our review copy on PC was too big for my computer. For your hard drive? Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a...
2: Damn. What size hard drive do you have? It's like Six. Oh. Six gigs. Yeah. Six what? <laughs>
4: Six
3: gigs.
2: It's yeah, a Chromebook. It's like nothing.
3: Phil, Phil tried to play like Call of Duty on his Six.
2: Chromebook.
4: I think, what, however low it is, I remember telling Ben, like, how much, uh, um, and, and, like, we didn't think
3: it was real. I didn't believe him. Like, I was like, was send me a like, screenshot. No. My flash
2: drive's kicking in more <laughs> was, horsepower than that thing. So I think Damn. it's Dude. 250. Yeah. It's and you very deleted small. everything
3: <laughs> except for the OS, and it still wouldn't
2: fit. Dude, you out here <laughs> getting outperformed by Raspberry Pi's, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. True. Yeah.
1: Four big stories to talk about Four of them They're big meaty ones though. Happy ones or are we done with that? Uh, they're not all happy Oh no they're Oh no Dustin Say it only so one, Only one of them is not happy oh, Okay The good. other three are happy Thanks, So we're going to start with a happy one Microsoft posted a blog post saying Let's talk Xbox Oh wait no it's called uh, Xbox 2020 That's what I put here is let's talk Xbox <laughs> Anyway that's what That's what I said <laughs> The title of the blog post was xbox 2020 join us as we look into the future of xbox so i pulled together just the major points of this condense it down for you guys and I'll, I'll read them to you now they said uh our goal remains to launch xbox series x and halo infinite this holiday so that's pretty cool our goal that, that's the the, bl- the plan right now is still everyone is doubling down on 2020 to me this says We are afraid that if we bow down and do next year, our competitor will go this year and slit
2: our throats. I I won't play pretty much. I just want (laughs) Xbox to just like hold them up in the air. PlayStation to just go with the throat this this generation.
4: I want Xbox to be good this generation.
2: (laughs) Dude, I just
4: I'm just an asshole. Everyone wins if, if all the systems make great games. Right. Except for people that can't afford all the systems, I guess. But
1: uh, the next wow. point. Like, Phil
4: doesn't speak, I bro. I, guess, I mean, he I, has his Louis I forget wallet. The world we live in right now, is. Like, money's going to be tighter for a lot of people. And But that way, I don't know. I'm just digging a hole at this point. But uh, yeah, if, if, if Microsoft puts out better games, I think it's a better world.
1: Yeah. The next point here uh, is they said that all 15 Xbox Game Studio teams are hard at work on next generation games xbox series x and xbox game pass i think we that's kind of obvious at this point that they're moved on but uh for pc players we plan to support the community by making all of our major releases at launch available with xbox game pass or pc including halo infinite wasteland 3 minecraft dungeons and of course microsoft flight simulator so that's not really new info, but it's nice to see they are doubling down. They're saying, hey, yeah, PC is a major platform for us. Mm-hmm. It is equal in a lot of ways to their console. Makes offerings. me
3: wonder if the console's infrastructure is going to be more like a PC infrastructure. Because I would imagine they want it to be easy for people to put out games on both systems. Oh yeah. I mean, it's already easier, you know, in, in relative terms to put out a game on Steam as it is. To put it on console, that's why you see way more games come out on Steam than anywhere else. But
1: well, there's rumors. I we rumors we talked about on this show, two separate ones. One of them is that they were trying to figure out a way for people to put Xbox discs in their PC wow. to play mm. them, like an emulated. That Xbox. would be fucking wild. So I don't think that that's going to happen for licensing reasons, most likely. But what licensing? You bought the game. You bought it, but you bought it for Xbox. They. I feel like there would be a different yeah, licensing they, with PC. Wouldn't they own
3: the license for both, though,
1: since it's Microsoft? I don't know. Hmm. I don't, I'm just, my thought is when you have like, you bought a 360 game, but it needs to be relicensed to be able to be backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yeah. Right? So that I feel like would apply between Xbox One and PC. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's really weird. Microsoft's going to be running into this, this like untreaded, like weird water, I feel right. like, with, Things being the same with consoles and PCs now that they're going to have to kind of figure out.
1: Um, the other rumor is, Ben, you mentioned it being more PC-like. There's that rumor that like Epic Game Store could run on Xbox Series X.
2: Yeah. You just boot up a new OS. It's just like... Dude. That would be so wild. Could yeah, you I imagine? My, I got my Xbox dual booted. No problem. <laughs> I got that shit dual booted. One, one with Epic, one with... Fucking lime wire. Right <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Wow Just give me Grounded That's all I need give me
4: Microsoft Chess For some Grounded You guys in? Day no. one
1: Who? Grounded Yeah Oh that uh With The game Obsidian? The Honey I Shrunk yeah. the Kids mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. That's yeah. the one Yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: Dude their I'm last good. game Totally flopped I it think did. I might just play Warzone Oh wait no Not Obsidian <laughs> Not Obsidian I was thinking of Bleeding Edge. Yeah, not Obsidian. Oh, yeah. No, no. What did Obsidian's Bleeding last Edge one? Out? They did... Um, was, um, yeah. the Isn't that funny?
2: Bleeding Edge
3: is released? Bleeding Edge is... Re- I it's thought been it was released still in... for
1: at least a month. I thought it was in beta still. It's out, dog. It definitely flopped then. Yes. Real bad. Mm. And even, even Game Pass didn't save it. Like, no one cares right. at all.
4: I don't even think I have Game Pass anymore. I don't know I don't what I, I have anymore. anymore. I want to play Disneyland Adventures, so... I'm gonna have to. Oh have shit! This <laughs> is this is totally your
3: aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Somebody recreated. Uh, they they made their Animal Crossing Island be haunted mansion themed. That's amazing. I saw, that. I yeah. saw
4: a list and uh, I came home because like we, when we <clears throat> when we were at I'm gonna make this quick when we were at Disney we got on haunted mansion we went through I got off like it was the best thing that ever happened to me and Chanel my wife was just like yeah that was that was fine. And so I got home yesterday, and I saw a list online where they ranked all 94 attractions from all four parks, and it was tied number one with Rise of the Resistance for the oh. number one attraction at Disney World. Wow. And wow, so you wow. <laughs> have impeccable Disney taste. <laughs> wow. I do have impeccable Disney tastes. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Please proceed. I have one last point from this uh, blog post, which is maybe the most interesting. Starting with the May 7th episode of Inside Xbox, we'll be showcasing what happens next in the world of Xbox every month, which is why we're calling it Xbox 2020. These monthly moments will take place throughout the rest of the year and be a way for us to engage, connect, and celebrate with you about what's in store for the next generation of gaming, including what's next with Xbox Series X, Xbox Game mm. Studio, Xbox Game Pass, and Project xCloud. So it really seems like next gen is officially kicking off especially because this thursday xbox is doing inside x inside xbox showing off gameplay from third parties Mm. for next gen let's go i was gonna say what do you guys think phil you are pumped i'm ready to go
4: pumped i am pumped because uh i think microsoft is is poised for a big a big reveal uh a great system i want them i mean this is my first generation where I went primarily on the PlayStation bandwagon, so I'm excited for Microsoft to uh, to do good things again. I uh, I really enjoy that controller. Um, I think they just keep perfecting it even more. So, like, I just think that controller fits right in your hand, and I think they did a good job with the DualShock Four. But you know, this Dual Sense, we'll have to get that in our hands before we really know. But I, I it's an
1: unknown variable.
4: It's a very very big unknown variable, and um, I just Phil's worried Microsoft about the to, girth. Uh, I like, I you know, I like when both my systems... my Right now, my, my Xbox One is a paperweight Blu-ray 4K player, you know? That's oh, mine doesn't even, even do that. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just uh,
3: nothing. Shelf, i just stream everything. Yeah. Shelf
2: decorations, mine. Yeah. I don't even turn it on. Man. <laughs> oh, I uh, can't even
3: imagine the, the download, the update I would have oh to install God. if I turned mine on no right shit. now.
1: Yeah.
2: Honestly, when I think about Microsoft, the thing that's on my mind the most <laughs> is what does the PS5 look like?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's You that know that that's Sony, question. right?
2: <laughs> but that's a good question. Yeah, but that's all I'm, I'm thinking. Because I think this uh,
4: Series actually <laughs> pretty pretty awesome. I mean, it just looks like a computer tower for the most part, but it looks right. cool.
2: Why haven't they shown us? I just completely skirted it. Anyway. It's okay. Um, yeah, I think it's good that Xbox is continually updating because I feel like they've got kind of something to prove at this point And they're trying to come at it this gen really strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been the first with everything. You know, they first reveal with what the controller looks like, with what the console looks like, everything. So mm-hmm. it looks like first gameplay, right? So like Game, gameplay yeah. from the console itself first mm-hmm. that too. So it's exciting. Very exciting. Here's my seems theory. like a strong presence, and I feel like that's a good angle to have. Yeah. My thing with the Xbox right now is I am
3: totally disincentivized from buying it. Not because there aren't gonna be games on it I wanna play. But because if they're gonna put everything on PC, I'm you know not everybody's fortunate enough to have a PC. But if they're gonna put everything on PC, why would I buy another console when I have a PC that can play everything? So right now I'm kind of like I I mean I might as well if I want I can buy a controller uh, for the the new Xbox and just play on my PC. But even then I'm kind of like screen size for me, mouse and keyboard.
4: I want that on that you know.
1: You could just screen. You could just. Hook your computer up to your TV. Oh no, Brandon! You asked. You're suggesting that Phil hooks his computer up to his TV. That Phil would do that. It's Look. one cord, my guy. <laughs> I want Phil, but I know that it, that would never happen.
2: It, it is one single cord. And I
4: have said cord, but I literally bought an iPad so that I don't have to like hook my computer up to anything because gotcha. I just don't want to move it. It's just makes yeah, sense. It's makes a laptop, sense. and it's four. Oh moving. Phil, it's even worse. Yeah, it's a it's pain. a laptop. Yeah.
1: And then there's me Bro, on the other hand that carries my no tower
2: to the base yeah.
3: Oh, no, my God. TV. Disgusting. No, yeah, no. <laughs> so and well, here's the other thing I want to say, and this isn't really about what I think about the console, but because they're predicting, these people or analysts are predicting shortages, right, of both consoles. You know, of the Xbox and the PlayStation. If you're watching one of these things and you're at all thinking about getting an Xbox have your credit card ready because I would not be surprised if they were just like, it's available to pre-order right now and don't give you any warning at all. Right. Because if they do, if they give warning, it's going to be... Yeah. Everybody's going to be flooding the all the website's servers website's going to be down. Yeah. Yeah,
2: you know.
4: When the Xbox One, they did the big reveal for the Xbox One, I went right from watching that two GameStop, and like it wasn't even in their system yet. Um, I had to wait for it to like...
2: To push the update. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh it was like a half
4: hour, 45 minutes. I was waiting at game That's stop, insane. was the first one to... To pre-order, and then I canceled the that's...
3: pre-order once I saw the PS5. Oh, the, shit. The
4: oh, oh, no. And then you oh, didn't get the
2: PS4 right away, either. No, all, I didn't. All I for didn't. nothing. Well, I,
4: about a month. I waited about a all month. All for
2: nothing. Damn. Yeah.
4: I was saving for a wedding, so I had to...
2: Well, that's all I'm right. Pick and choose. Priorities, mm-hmm. man. You made the right choice.
1: Yep. Phil, you had said that you were excited. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what you said that made me think this. I'm trying to connect it, and I can't. Yes. But, obviously, and amongst this group of people, we are all... PS4 boys, mm-hmm. pl- Sony boys for the most part. We all have Xbox, but it's just not where we primarily play. And I think all of us came from 360 backgrounds as well. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. for me as I'm, you know, primarily my console gaming will be on PS5 most likely. Yeah. But I want Xbox to be as strong yes. as possible. Yeah. I want Sony to put up a fight cuz you've seen them even this generation get lazy yep. with things and and I don't want to say get lazy but shift their focus in ways that wasn't always uh, conducive. Is that a word to the audience? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, the people that are the fanboys about this that are, it's like, you don't no, you don't want to blindly follow. I want Xbox to make Sony better. What's yeah.
3: the, what's the
2: phrase? A rising tide raises all ships.
3: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: think that you misunderstood my statement. I meant that I like wanted Sony to do so well that they ripped the throw it out of Xbox mm. in a different way not like yeah Hmm. i just like ripping throats out i'm ready for a new mortal (laughs) kombat i guess man just got one dude speaking of i don't know if it's part of the news it's not they just um did some sort of teaser i think it means that they might have story dlc for the new one which is crazy because i don't think they've had story dlc for like a i hope it's as good as a sub-zero one on the n64
1: Oh shit! Oh,
2: it's
4: <laughs> I don't think that was Damn, DLC though. No, no, that was a was it full considered DLC? <laughs> yeah. no, it was DLC, in the fact that I, I don't know. No, fuck
1: Fought it. it. <laughs> I got
4: nothing. No, dude,
1: garbage. There's some new Mortal Kombat movie out. I yeah, saw what it. is that? I is saw it, it when I was like walking around Target or
4: something. Is it animated?
1: Oh, is yes. It? Yeah, it's like a CG movie. Yeah, I couldn't tell what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm nobody watching know. it. I don't know. Speaking of CG movies, I was thinking about this because I saw someone. It was like Wario put up a deal for Advent Children I was, I was and whatever. Advent, yeah. and I was th- and then I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake today, and I'm like, these in-game graphics are in some ways better than the rendered graphics of both of those movies. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. The funny thing though is when I was playing today, is that there's a part that had uh, Aerith, and I was like, man, the character models in this game. Are some of the best I've ever seen mm-hmm. And directly behind her Was a poster that looked like It was from a PS1 game The texture was so bad wow. I was like this is the weirdest Like contrast
2: I feel like that's like a this gen Staple is mm-hmm. the like Everything looks super good in some ways But then like you'll go up to A patch of grass or like a random wall That's on the side and it's like all it Looks like a poster and from Doom. Yeah. You
4: need to revisit spirits within Oh, with what? <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. yeah, I saw it. I haven't I seen this it. as a theater. I saw it in the theater, and I haven't seen it since. Oh, it's a movie? Don't yeah, most it's a, people oh, Final it? Cool. Oh, yeah. It was one of my most disappointing movie-going experiences, which is why I haven't seen it since.
2: Even in theaters?
4: Yeah, it wasn't great. Well, why is
1: it called Final Fantasy? Spirits with that. I have no
4: idea. I, that's like 20 years ago. I have to go back, and that's what I was just thinking. I need to rewatch that, because I haven't watched it since the theater.
1: Huh? Did you watch Advent Children? Yeah. I did, yeah. and I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't at remember all. it really either. I might, yeah. I might watch it after. It's a good sign. Remake, yeah. But <laughs> 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 yeah. video game movies just are very forgettable.
2: Always. I want to watch Sonic. I still haven't watched it. By the oh, way. Oh,
3: dude! I gotta say, Sonic is a really good movie for being terrible.
1: That's kind of what I expected. I you know liked I mean? Detective like,
3: Pikachu. Did you like Detective Pikachu? I did like Detective Pikachu. It wasn't certainly wasn't my favorite thing, but it it, it was it lived up further to what I wanted it to be than I thought it would. You know what? And that's exactly what any, Sonic any was like. That. Sonic was bad, but yeah. it was really good for being bad.
4: You know what's really bad for being bad? Um, we, this is what quarantine will do to you. We just were going through On Demand, and we're like...
3: On Demand, Phil. You got AOL, and you're calling things On Demand.
4: Like, yeah, On Demand on the team
3: I know game. what you're talking it's about. On Demand. But who does On Demand anymore?
4: Well, I did because the Redbox didn't have it. So we paid five ninety nine oh. to watch Doolittle. Doolittle. Oh we got gosh, 20 dude. minutes in and Chanel looks at me and said, I, I can't. I can't do it. I just can't <laughs> do it. Did you watch the rest of it? No. She's the one that wanted to. I was fighting it and she's like, but it looks cute. And uh, yeah, so six bucks to watch twenty minutes oh, of a wow. terrible movie. Did you just? Yo. You
3: should have just pulled up the IMDb score. To, I, I <laughs>
4: did. That's the first thing I did was I showed her the Rotten Tomato score. Uh, okay, yeah. And um, it literally—I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. actually spoke during the filming of this movie at all. The whole movie looks like him either like was his mouth covered or like he's not talking at all. But you can hear things like it's all just voiceover. It's the strangest thing. Oh, so dude,
1: I kind of want to watch it now. It's so bad. Listen here, this is important. I don't. I've never seen this movie, but I know the ending. If you care about spoilers for the movie Do oh. little, skip ahead thirty I'll seconds. Up, I actually know the ending. too The ending of the movie apparently is there's a dragon that's evil. The dragon. It, it turns out he has indigestion or something, and they go in his asshole. What? I'm dead serious. That's what I. Uh, that's what I've been told. Holy shit! If I would have known that that cured indigestion, <laughs> I come been. on in. <laughs> I would have been doing it for years. <laughs> So that's what I heard. I, I want to see the end of this movie for that for wow. that reason.
4: Well, I can tell you the first twenty minutes is horrendous.
3: Well. Wow. Yeah. See, that's one of those movies that looked bad and ended up being bad. Right. There's other movies that I've thought looked really good, but ended up being bad. Like, yeah. I didn't watch it because I saw it, but um, Holmes and Watson or whatever, the Will yeah, Ferrell. Oh, I'll yeah. watch anything with Will Ferrell in it. I got it. It's like, I'm, not I, that. I'm sorry, but I saw the scores come out of that and people talking about leaving the theater. And I was like, I'll just skip it because then I'll,
2: I'll appreciate him less now. Yep. Here's my question. Is old Will Ferrell funny because it was funny then and not because it's funny now? No, I've watched old Will Ferrell movies recently and thought they were hilarious.
4: I even think some, I'll I'll go a step further and say some new ones. Um, The House is hilarious. Which one? it's within the last couple years. Him and Amy Poehler, they need money to send their daughter through college, and so they actually start like a casino at their
3: house. I watched that, and I like Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler, and I thought the movie was fine, Mm. but I didn't laugh. Mm. It wasn't like that kind of funny to me. Oh, man.
2: I watched Step Brothers for the second time. What? Only (laughs) for the second time within the past two months. Phenomenal. And I liked it better the second time than the first time. First time, I didn't care for it. Second time, I think it has some funny moments. But overall, when the I was jokes in, are kind of corny.
3: When I was in college, I watched Step Brothers a minimum of once a week,
2: I think. Well...
1: I, I have to least... reel this in now, boys. Oh yeah, sorry. I got to reel go. this in. Let's we go. we have uh, oh yeah a whole other podcast. Oh, we yeah. we have to look forward to. Yeah, this a little, what... <laughs> little bit. Maybe we'll just <laughs> we just make this talk about all night. This, this here, will become here, after here, dark. Here, just and put we... a
2: cut right here, <laughs> and then we'll... just...
1: get... yeah. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. all right So last week we talked about a controversy involving the composer of Doom yes. 2016 and Doom Eternal soundtrack. Names Mick Gordon. That must have been whenever I lost uh,
4: service and had to sign back on. Oh, so I don't okay. Step brother to Mick Jagger. I was on it. Oh, I don't remember. This. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs>
1: right. I think that's how that works. <laughs> oh. So a re- little refresher if you don't remember or you didn't listen last week. There's drama between Mick Gordon and id Software because they released this original soundtrack. And people looked at the waveforms and saw that they were certain. Most of the soundtrack was mixed totally different than these select 12 songs. Yeah, there were 12. And so someone was like, "Hey, Mick, what's going on with the, there's only 12 songs and the rest are are mixed like shit. What's going on?" That, apparently. I haven't heard them, so I don't know what the how bad the difference is. Uh he basically said, "Those aren't my mix and I that's not the way I would have done it." And then someone on Instagram asked him like, "What's up?" and he's like, "Yeah, Bethesda and I will not we we'll probably won't work together ever again." So they made them better? Is that what he's saying?
4: No. No, no, no. no.
1: they, they the, made it the
4: worse. They didn't make them either okay. way, I don't All think. Right.
1: Basically, when you when you mix down a recording, there's different levels of dynamics and things like that as far as volume of different tracks. The You want you, your
3: game audio to sound different than the soundtrack. Right, right, right. Right.
1: So the sound the the stuff on most of them were like a very straight so there was very little dynamics between tracks gotcha. the, the mix was bad, whatever And there were the tracks that Mick did Were like all over the place Which is good, because that means you have different variables In in the, in the recording Okay So, Marty Stratton He is one of the big boys Over at id Software And Bethesda, I think it's id Software specifically Yeah he made a very lengthy post on the official doom subreddit to address something. I fell asleep reading it twice, I think. It's very long, oh my. and I have done <laughs> my best to sum it up in four main points wow. that was made. And normally I wouldn't really want to talk about a follow-up to something we talked about this extensively, but I found this to be an extremely interesting.
3: Well, and I also think tale. we were kind of difficult on the wrong party in this one. Right. Yeah. So, Not difficult, but hard on,
1: whatever. Right. It Software made a contract with Gordon to deliver the original soundtrack versions of the tracks for the uh, collector's edition of the game. Okay. So the, uh, the soundtrack versions of the songs are different than the game files. I think that's a key point that seems... Right. It's it's obvious when you think about it, but not obvious right off the bat. You can't just take the game files and right, throw and them, them on a CD. Yeah. yeah, there's so many different variables and things like that. So it it was getting close to the time that he was supposed to deliver, and he asked for an extension in February, and they accommodated that by six weeks. And
3: they not only accommodated. They not only told him that you can have the extra time. They still told him he'd get his bonus for delivering on time or or early right. or whatever.
1: Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah, I saw that in there. So that delayed the soundtrack from coming out at release, which is kind of a big deal that they had to delay something that they advertised was part of the package that they were selling. Getting closer, they still were not delivered the tracks from Mick. So id Software, out of concern, had their lead audio engineer start to compile songs for the soundtrack. Now, they said specifically that they don't have access to the original recordings and that's not usually customary. Right. Mick would send them the songs in a way that would work for the game. They weren't just like wave files or something like that. So they basically, the lead audio engineer for doom had to kind of deconstruct these files in order to make them for the soundtrack. Right. And they did it as a just in case, but they did let Mick know that they were doing this and he suggested that they work together for have his mixes and to have the sound engineers mixes in order to have a more cohesive soundtrack beyond the twelve songs that he was contracted to do.
3: So there would have only been twelve on the soundtrack to begin with. Regardless.
2: Right. So
1: yeah. yeah, nobody knew that.
2: Right. Until this statement came out. And so, right. so
1: hmm. the day the tracks were due arrived. Mick has computer issues, but said it would be no less than 12 tracks in 60 minutes. I don't know if that was the contract or just like what, but he said that he would have 12 tracks, 60 minutes. The next day comes. He delivers nine tracks, and he suggests that they use the lead audio engineer, Chad, that they would use his tracks to flesh it out. Eventually, the game comes out, the soundtrack comes out, and there are 59 songs on the soundtrack. Mick was not happy because he didn't realize that the scope of the soundtrack would be that big yeah. of 59 songs. He had some other concerns as well, saying that, well, some of those did he songs.
3: Mean, sorry, did he mean like, oh, I only gave you nine. Just use three of the other ones from.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that that was what he thought was happening. Right. His other concerns were he said, well, some of those were demos that I didn't really expect to be soundtrack versions. But they're in the game. Right. So I don't know, really see validity to that. His other concern was that he thought that Chad, whatever, I didn't write his last name down, was getting composer credit on the song. He didn't. He was listed as a contributing artist and not as a composer. So that's not even a valid concern. Right. Okay. I've talked a lot. Ben, you also read the story. So I'm going to throw this right to you right off the bat. I think we were a little harsh on him. Do you agree? Uh, Last week on Mick. Or on, on id Software. No, I was
3: going to say, yeah. I don't think we were harsh on Mick. Right. Um, we tend, I think as people, we especially in this day and age, we tend to uh, go harder on corporations than we do on individuals, and that probably wasn't the case. Now, granted, this is Marty's version of the story. It doesn't mean that's the truth either. There's probably something in between. Oh, we haven't really gotten the version from Mick, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, to me, what the whole thing sounds like it boils down to is Mick couldn't meet his timeline that he promised in his contract. Right. And they were gracious with him until the point where they couldn't be anymore. And then they put it out and maybe they delivered less of a product, but they also delivered five times the amount of songs that were originally planned. Right. So I actually think Bethesda, if the story that Marty tells is the truth, I think it's probably, you know, Bethesda's or it is totally in the right here right uh and mick probably shouldn't get his bonus or whatever he was supposed to get right which maybe he isn't i don't know
1: i forgot to mention the very end of the post said that they were continuing working on doom eternal dlc and that mick would not be a part of it right so it seems like the relationship is basically dissolved yeah. at this point
3: and it's such a shame i mean i understand for the sake of of the progress for what they need to do but He's just he's a brilliant Songwriter or right. composer or whatever You want to call it
1: Yeah I think it's interesting that And it's a reminder because We all do this to different extents um, And I think especially right Now there's something Bad comes out about something and People want to jump on the bandwagon Of shitting on someone to look good Right like oh you know it bad Bethesda bad this makes me feel good to say this online, so everyone knows that I agree with that. That the bad thing is bad, right. but it's very clear that there is so much more to this story. There's definitely yeah.
3: nuance here, yeah. And whether or not there was miscommunication or misunderstanding or whatever, let's say it was a totally innocent mistake on both parties' uh, parts. Um, the fact that we're we're like so ready to jump on somebody is kind of disappointing,
1: Brandon. I'm going to throw something to you now. Yes. So, the DLC is moving on without Mick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think uh y- y- how do I say this? Will will the quality suffer without his com- composing um, or do you think they're going to be able to find a suitable replacement? Honestly, I, I maybe if it was a super small studio that ended up having a banger, mm.
2: you know, that might be a little bit harder to come back from. But I think that a lot of the times, there's a lot of talented people that can do very similar things. Yeah. Um, You know, and they have the reach and they have the money. So I think they will find a way because they found a way in this story, according to that gentleman's post. So I think they'll continue to do that. It'll be just as banging, I'm sure. Mm. So I'm not worried about that at all. And
1: Mick... Give us some music, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's done I I I looked in, in into him last week, but I don't remember the other stuff that he's worked on. The last I, airbender for the Wii. Oh, oh good.
4: I believe. F- wow. Phil, wow. and
1: what did you think about that soundtrack
2: compared to the Doom Eternal soundtrack? Mm, on par. Oh, whoa. oh my oh God. Shit.
4: He's worked with the Seds a lot, I think. I think he did some of the Wolfenstein games.
3: Okay. Yeah. Phil, are you gonna are you gonna finish Doom Eternal?
4: Eventually, yeah. I always finish everything, but it'll take a while. You want it? You are trying to? No, no, it? no. Oh, okay, I have
3: access to it. I can play uh, it. I was just say, curious can, because bar at some point you said you fell off of it.
4: Yeah, falling off of everything, and I think I don't know what it is right now. I just I war, think I need a vacation. I need a
2: war zone, a warm beach,
3: and, war zone.
2: A beer, I don't know a Corona. A corona.
3: <laughs> for those who don't get it, Phil likes disgusting beer, and yep. we think Corona is bad. <laughs> Check our YouTube out. You'll
1: wow, see. you'll see. Any other thoughts about this? Um, I think we summed it up pretty good yeah, at this I point. Think so,
3: I guess the the reality is we don't know the real story, but what we know is it's not as cut and dry as Bethesda Bed.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, definitely, and that's the thing. I don't want to get too deep into stuff, but people I think more than ever need to realize that the first thing they read isn't always the truth, regardless of the source and always look at multiple sources and multiple sides.
3: And Mick and the fact that we extrapolated so much as a culture, but specifically us, but as a culture from, I don't think we'll be working together anymore from Mick as they screwed him over. Just like one that does say something about what we're used to with big studios and publishers um, but two it shows more like how cynical we are I think right well no, he, he mean, didn't he didn't say something went terribly wrong he could have been retiring or dying or who knows what yeah uh, and we just assumed that it was yeah. that he got screwed
2: no I don't know I, I feel like people that are in quotes important um, oftentimes you kind of expect them to perform a certain way on social medias unless you've accepted something else so we perform I exactly feel like, how we intend to. Yeah. So, <laughs> like a wizard. I don't know. Important I feel like we we can read into it, but sometimes I feel like little things are sprinkled in social media on purpose. But yeah, I agree with you, Ben.
4: You know, Brandon, the first game he ever composed music for, I think you uh, would be up your alley. It's called Hot Dogs, Hot Gals.
2: Wow. Oh, shit. Ooh, my two favorite I feel things. Like, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's a Brandon game right there. <laughs> I just hot did dogs research. and hot girls. I was say, do you
3: just know that, Phil? No, I <laughs> just looked it up. Whenever okay. we are trying to say what else he did, I just,
4: I just went to his IMDb. I love dogs. I love hot dogs. And the dogs. first thing is hot dogs, hot gals. And he followed it up the next year with Spongebob and Friends, Attack of the Toy Bots. Oh, shit. Well, did. I'll probably use some of so, the same audio. And I was actually <laughs> right about The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, he did do The Last Airbender. Well, At least the Wii version.
1: So we got a big new game announcement. Yes. This week. One that is not surprising. Oh, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm. is coming this year. And I've got the quick details. Mm-hmm. So I'll run through these quick details. The game is being worked on by 15 studios to some extent. Right. Which is crazy. That's that's
3: huge. I mean, one of them could be designing the logo for all we know. but Right.
1: Yeah. So uh, the, you'll be able to go to multiple different locations, as with all the other Assassin's Creed games. Uh, Wessex, Northumbria, East Anglia, and Mercia, which those mean nothing to me, pretty much. Uh, well, you but gotta
3: get acquainted with your Viking culture, my, my dude. I guess, but yeah. Not Valhalla at all. I mean, that would mean that we saved. don't know.
2: <laughs> that would mean you they can are go to all the dead. places
4: except for the place that the game is named after. Spoiler
2: yeah. alert: that's the end. Who <laughs> no, <I'm just> knows? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably fucking is. You finally
1: die, and yeah. then the series
4: is gone. Valhalla, Sorry. yeah, it's finally over.
1: So some specific cities: London winchester and york are all places you'll be able to go it's very uh, Norse. it'll be released on next gen and current gen and smart delivery on xbox so nice. if you buy the xbox nice. one version you'll be able to play it on your series x and have it be that version uh who's my thing got screwed up here let's see the first gameplay will be on may 7th on that episode of inside xbox we talked about earlier uh, the lead writer for Assassin's Creed Revelations, Black Flag, and a consultant on Origins, Darby McDevitt, is in charge of narrative and writing on this game. So that's exciting. Yeah. Cause yeah. we good track record. A lot of people love Black Flag specifically.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I saw some of the some of the sailing around in the cinematic and I was yearning for the Black Flag sailing and I was like hoping it made a comeback
1: in some way, in some form. Better. Right. I'm going to butcher this name here. Ashraf Ismail. That's pretty close. Is the creative director for the game. He was also the director on Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. And the last big detail is settlements are back. If you remember from Assassin's Creed 2, uh, you had your little town that you built up. They're doing the same thing again for this. So, Phil, I'm Mm going to kick it to you. Yeah. You have been on and off with Assassin's Creed. Mm, or just off. So maybe I shouldn't have kicked it to you. I think well, we all have, though. Here's Yeah.
4: So here's why I've been more off than on. Because I played one. It was fine. Not good enough for me to play two, which was apparently incredible. But after everyone talked about how good two was, I'm like, well, I'll jump back in at three as a launch title on the <laughs> Wii U. And then I've just sort of dabbled. Like, I've, I've got... Uh, Origins, I think, on PC, and I've played around, which... I, the problem is, I think that as they get better, they get bigger, and I just don't have time for, Right, you know, how long the games are. But I'm very interested. I think it looks great, but I just... Yeah, it's just a series that I'm kind of far removed from at this point.
3: Phil has a tendency to leave games running on his computer. Yeah, that's true. While, while he's not at it. So, yeah. Phil, you could just put on Assassin's Creed <laughs> and leave it on for like 100 hours, and it'll feel like you played it. It doesn't
4: help me actually know what's happening or actually play the game. Just I watch. mean, I did have, what, 115 hours in the Freedom Finger. That's right.
1: Oh, shit. Something. Yeah.
4: Um, I think every... Since uh, Origins, at least, I think they all look fantastic. I just... Uh, they're getting really deep. We're starting to get into some pretty meaty games now.
2: Yeah, yeah I was going to say, they're, like, so... It's so interesting that the curve of these games has become so complex recently. Yeah. And I feel like that has drawn me away from it, personally, yeah, a too. little bit. Um, just because that's not the type of experience I want to have with Assassin's Creed, how necessarily. Long was, how long was 2? Or the original, even? Not 15 hours? Nothing, maybe. Nothing like... ride your horse yeah. a
4: little bit, get a, you know... Go kill someone and yeah. ride your horse some Nothing morning.
2: like this. No. Um, London, Yeah, but in these basket. ones have quite literally yeah. over 100 <laughs> hours worth of content. Not that that's the that's campaign so or anything, but like, yeah. seriously, they're massive. Yeah. Um. And I honestly have a hard time with games that are that big to begin with. Yeah, Even too. if it's something that I really, really like, and Assassin's Creed to me has taken a back burner for so many years that's something pretty awesome. Would have to bring me back, and I don't know what that is, but I will say the cinematic. Surprisingly, slaps. Whoa. The cinematics always kind of get me because they are so fucking cool. Right. that's the entire point.
3: How long was Black Flag? How long? Mm, it was. I think Black Flag was the last short-ish one. All right, I need to pick that up because that looks
4: phenomenal. Yeah, like, I thought that always looked.
3: Like
2: I a can let you borrow if you want. I have it on yeah, disc, So I need to. I need to what, try that. There
3: was Black Flag, and what else came out right around the
2: same? Rogue. Time? Rogue came oh, out yeah. on previous generations okay. the same time as Black Flag. A, a lot of people liked Rogue. Rogue got re-released on PS4.
3: Yeah. And and Xbox One.
2: How right? good was the yeah.
3: first year of the, PS4?
2: And Black Flag <laughs> yeah, as what well. A great when I bought year.
3: my Xbox One, it came with Black Flag and Rogue. And I played a couple hours of each of them and I didn't play anymore. And it wasn't because I didn't like them. It was just that I, I mean, the new Battlefront was out. So I was yeah. not going to play something else over that.
1: My problem is anytime I've thought about playing Odyssey, I'm like, would you rather spend 80 hours in Odyssey or would you rather finally finish The Witcher? And That's I awesome. always go with The Odyssey.
4: Witcher. I'd rather play Odyssey. Whoa. The, whoa. Okay. With you?
2: Um, whoa, whoa. Interesting. I'm more interested
4: um, in the aesthetic. and the Yeah.
2: You know. the, well, you could have said anything else. No. <laughs> you could have said anything else. The aesthetics in Witcher are... Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know and it has titties I thought you would like that Phil <laughs> I didn't know
1: <laughs> this is new information for me
2: <laughs> Phil's like alright next week we're gonna be starting uh, the, the Witcher podcast where we Phil we get a fucking FaceTime of Phil in about two weeks he's just bloodshot eyes he's like I just finished all of the Witcher DLCs. <laughs> oh man I
3: I'm gonna give a dissenting opinion here I am pumped for oh, sure. Valhalla Really? Because. Tell me why, though. Simply because I haven't played, in earnest, an Assassin's Creed game since three. I played one. I played two in the spinoffs. I played three. And I haven't really... I, I said that I picked up Rogue and Black Flag for a little bit. But I haven't gotten back into it. And now that the games are more sprawling, even though that's intimidating because I don't generally want to play a game that's that long, that's not Call of Duty or something... Um, it's interesting. But the real thing is because I have always been very into Viking lore mm. and Viking style things. Um, uh, and so like that – and I'm, a, I'm like a big history nerd. So like that's one thing Assassin's Creed has always done well is mixed in really good history with really good fiction. And so that's why I'm excited for it. Hmm. I don't know what the gameplay is going to be like. I don't even know if you're an assassin anymore, really, or if you're just a
4: Viking I, know, I think Wha- that, that <laughs> name
3: is just there to sell copies of Oh,
2: this why not? <laughs> he has the blade. Yeah, the hidden he blade. He has is the re- hidden yeah. blade. So, yeah. I mean, there have been people that possess that that are not assassins, in quotes. Okay. Right. Because I don't think uh, the guy from Black Flag was ever technically an assassin because he found the assassin's equipment. But I don't know. I'm not like super up to date with it. Like I said, I kind of fell off. But I agree. The setting looks super cool, Ben. Yeah. It just looks really interesting. That's the part that was the coolest for me, Dustin. Was at the end when he's fighting that dude, and then you see the hidden blade. And I was like, yeah, I'm much more interested in Egypt and Greece. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm interested in those two. Like, for that's, sure. I
4: think both of those. Well, then why special. don't you
2: fucking play the game? In a hundred then?
4: hours. You already answered that I'll question well, earlier. Come on, just quit your job. Play. I have. Origins, play the I just game. Got into it too deep. What else do you need? I don't know. I'm I'm still working. Ramen. <laughs> I think we're all working. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I was I thinking know. how, for the most part, Assassin's Creed does not really speak to me at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I am so disinterested by the cinematic that I have to see gameplay. Right. And even then, but I was thinking, I was like, okay, so what is it? Because I was thinking about our pal Dave. Yeah. Loves uh, Assassin's and in. Kevin. They both love yep. Assassin's Creed. They love them. And I'm like, these games do nothing for me anymore. I played a lot of them and they do nothing for me. And I was like, well, on the flip side, they probably see Dustin. They're like, well, he's playing another, some more Japanese shit. The right. you know, cookie cutter right. Japanese yeah. shit. Yeah. And I'm like, but look at all this diversity, all the, the story, the characters, and all this. I'm like, South has none of that. Right. But they're literally saying the exact opposite right, yeah, of me exactly. about those games. You, so.
2: you know what it is for me? And I feel like this is pretty simple the map size is not my problem. I just don't want to do it on a horse.
1: Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. want to take a are.
2: helicopter or, yeah. or a fucking jetpack or something. <laughs> oh, dude. I, don't want, I don't want to fucking hoof
4: it. Playing through uh, Far Cry New Dawn, I found, a like, a dirt bike with a sidecar. You side found shit I in gotta, New Dawn I just got to I just gotta hop in the sidecar and let them take me to the waypoint. Yeah, so I'm just dude, like nice, there bro. That was
2: amazing. Dude, dude honestly... If, Sitting in the sidecar, just whip out that rocket launcher and imagine what you look like in third person (laughs) mobbing down the road with a rocket launcher. Yeah, dude. Fantastic. Honestly, we need to talk about New Dawn afterwards because there's a point in the game. I'm not going to tell you what it is and I won't tell you later, but it becomes like 10 times better and you probably haven't even got to it yet. So,
1: Yeah. I have one last story for you guys. Is this the bad one? No, this is good. The bad one was the one with Mick Gordon.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, so.
1: Whew, I that's over I with. Wow! I titled the story "Jeff Keighley Strikes Back" in Ooh. my news with so, a vengeance. With a vengeance, he has announced Summer Game Fest. It's going to run through May through August, 2020. So here is the the that's pitch. Now. Hmm? That's now. That's starting now. Start the first official event is Thursday. All right. So here's the mission statement, basically on the front of the website. Bringing the world together to celebrate video games from the comfort of home. Summer Game Fest is a season of digital video game events from publishers, select playable content, in-game events, and more to be announced. Mm. So, uh, Rebecca Valentine over at GamesIndustry.biz interviewed Jeff Keeley, And he said, I found that it didn't have to be me on a shiny black floor stage. Shiny black floor stage. Hosting a show every day, Keeley says, "It's more just like being a traffic cop to navigate all this for everyone and to line things up." Oh. Now, you may remember Jeff Keeley was involved with E3, and then he, before Good. it was canceled, yep. said, "I'm out, bitches." Yeah, he was mm-hmm. done. So he did comment on that on E3. He said, "I just didn't feel confident that the show was going to be uh, going to best represent the industry." And honestly, what I pitched to E3 initially was something that was more digital and global because that's where I wanted to see things go anyway. Dumb. So I think we're seeing dumb. Dumb, Dumb. Jesus.
4: I don't like that. I want to go to places and do things and be part of it. I don't want this
3: digital. Yeah, but to use a word I really dislike using, we're privileged in that aspect. There there are a ton of people who will never get to go to any kind of event like that. It's
1: true. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I think that probably what Jeff wanted with E3 was to be like, okay, we have the on-site stuff right. down. Let's make this more participatory for the world and people at home. I mean, how many conferences are there out there that say,
3: if you want to come to the event, it's three hundred dollars. If you want to get a pass to to watch everything or whatever, it's thirty-five. Right. You know, like you don't have to pay for anything really. It's just the bandwidth.
1: So, mm. they've already outlined some of the events. Uh, this month, May, obviously, we've mentioned it a bunch of times, the Inside X- Xbox on the 7th. And on the 12th, a special game reveal that Jeff Keighley will be revealing. Ooh. In June, and these this is just the early. Right. There's going to be way more than this. In June, they're doing the Steam Game Festival Summer Edition. He did that last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be able to play demos of unreleased games from the comfort of your own home. And Cyberpunk is doing a special reveal I forgot to write the date. That's in June. And EA Play Live, they're doing a digital Hmm. event. Finally, in August, right now, the only scheduled event is Gamescom Opening Night Live, which you remember from last year was the first big conference from Gamescom in that from an official Gamescom. They've done different press from different outlets and stuff like that. Not outlets, platform holders. So. What do you guys think? We're in a new era right now. Obviously, we're in special circumstances based on the global pandemic, but E3 was already rapidly changing anyway. Right. So let's take a look. Obviously, we're going to see how this year goes, but what does the year after look like depending on the success of this? <sighs> Any thoughts?
3: I mean, I think he's going to keep doing this, right? I mean,
1: you have to imagine.
3: And who doesn't? We've talked about, first of all, we've talked about E3 going downhill for years. We've talked about Jeff being the guy who could come in and make something better than right. E3. And something that's accessible to everybody. Something that may even get more eyes on certain things. Um, the thing the thing, I hesitate to say because I don't really believe it, but I hope it's not just a lot of filler. Like, I don't think he'll do that, but is it going to be... Today, we're showcasing this phone game from random phone game maker number four right? who puts out 16 of the same games every year. That's just... I mean, I don't think Jeff would stoop to that, but I don't want it to just be like, well, now we have a platform for everybody to be on. People are going to burn out. I know I'm going to burn out if that's the case. If it's just hit after hit... Yeah, then great. And by hit, I don't mean AAA game. I mean, like, quality events. But if it turns into something crappy, then... yeah,
4: That and E3 could live together. E3 could go back to being an industry event, and then Jeff can do whatever he's doing for the masses. I don't think
3: E3 can afford to go back to being an industry event. They've now built their budget to the point where they have to have the consumers paying to get in. And if they go back to an industry-only event, they're going to have to raise prices so high on all the exhibitors who, first of all, don't even really need the, the space. I, and I'm the one who wrote why we need a physical E3 like mm-hmm. on our website, so I by no means want it to go away. But like, once you get a taste of doing everything digitally... And realize the cost savings, and then they come back and say, "We need more money because we're turning it back into what you want it to be." They're like, "Well, we don't actually need that anymore."
1: Man, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think E three is fucked. Yeah. Well, no, uh, now for so, sure, like definitely. So fucked. here's my thing:
2: the Game Awards, right? How many millions of people did they say were tuned in from across? How many different streaming platforms? Right. And they were that? like less than five
3: thousand people in the building. Less. So,
2: so way less. My thing is, is if Jeff is able to have pull. Now, I mean, I know it's different, you know, and it's a different time. But if that many people were willing to watch just about video games, they're not going to have any problem.
3: Now, here's the one thing I will say. This is kind of a a in in contrast to what I just said. Right now, if you told me there was some kind of reveal tomorrow. I might watch it. I might not. I'll definitely catch it on Twitter or later in the day or something like that. But if it, I'm at E3 and there's a possibility of a press conference, whether I can be there in person or watch it on TV, I am, I am going to make every effort mm-hmm. to make sure I can see it because I know the caliber. And that's the thing that this Jess event is going to have to do is and I guess I kind of alluded to this earlier is it's all got to be a high caliber or else I'm going to lose interest and then not watch stuff that I would have interest in otherwise
4: I mean right. he's really stepped it up though I mean oh, he, yeah. he got Hans Zimmer to play the guitar at the game awards so yeah he's done I think he can do it I'm not I you know it's a bad time for me because I need a vacation so bad so the, right. the, thinking about the fact that like all the things I like to do might just continue to be canceled for years to come is just disappointing
3: I feel like it's... Phil, E3 is not a vacation.
4: Sure it is. (laughs) Sure it is.
3: We work at E3. A vacation from
4: my
1: problems. (laughs) That's true. I feel like uh, a lot of the publishers were like, man, if, if we could just try out not doing E3, we could maybe save a lot of money. But we'll never do that because we rely too much on that publicity. Right. Well, guess what? They're forced now to see what life is like without an E3, and it's going to taste too Sweet, I'm guessing. Mm. And that when E3 signups for publishers roll along next year, yeah, I think they will be
2: surprisingly vacant. I think the dollar signs will be what really controls that. You know, not having to take a team and buy the insurance or do, you know, whatever. I think that will really.
3: If we were placing bets right now, I would bet that E3 suddenly realizes next year they need to have a digital component.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be announced in in like January, February,
1: super late. (laughs) Regardless of what happens to E3 as we know it right now, I think, Ben, that you are right, that there needs to be a physical E3. And I think there will probably be most likely always an event of that type.
3: But I don't know if there needs to be a physical E3. I said the physical E3 is important.
1: Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Jeff's big return?
3: Uh, I just I just wanted to be good and yeah. have like cohesion.
1: The only major platform not involved is Nintendo right now, mm-hmm. but Nintendo right now they, they're I didn't put this in the news. There's a rumor that they are not going to have a direct because they are not ready because of uh, nobody's at work. No one's at work. Yeah. So not only is the content for the direct not ready but they don't know if the games nintendo right. very rarely delays things right they don't want to announce it till they know it a time
3: i feel like sometimes they only not even announce stuff till they know it's done
1: right well sometimes it seems like the nintendo timeline is like hey we're going to tell you about this thing and then we will never give you we're right. not giving you a date until we are 100 positive very rarely like animal crossing was an exception that they they put out a time frame and then they pushed it
3: but they um, waited how many years to put out a time
1: frame. Right. And Metroid, uh, the new Metroid, they right. announced it, but they didn't put a time frame. Yeah. So technically, it has not... The game has not publicly been...
2: It's a logo. Delayed. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. going to say, there,
1: there's <laughs> literally a it.
2: visual on the
1: screen that's <laughs> yeah. that's I coming. think we're going to see that game Some for the end time. of the year. Yeah. yeah like I would agree. This year? Yeah. I think we'll see it. I don't think it will release this year, though. Okay. That and... um. Where is Bayonetta, dude? Here's the That's thing. Crazy.
3: Nintendo is smart enough. They're not going to release a giant game when they know that their stock of their inventory on consoles is low. Right. I and mean, they're smarter than that. They're dumb on a lot of things, but I think they're smarter than that. Yeah. That's a like Metroid's a system seller. Uh, Bayonetta is a system seller.
1: I don't know. Metroid has always had historically low sales, but... But comparatively the people, the, but there are people
3: who don't want to play other nintendo games that want to play metroid that's fair
1: yeah that's all i've got for you guys huh. for this show so we're already an hour we in seven we have another show so maybe do we want to skip dreams and shout outs do either to do way man. i've
3: actually got them already in my locked and loaded but i don't care
2: i don't
1: got anything loaded i'm
2: shooting blanks wow oh shit
1: uh Let's just do, everyone's dreaming about not being quarantined. Mm -hmm. We'll just all collectively (laughs) say that. (laughs) What is happening? So everyone gets a quick shout out. Okay. All right. Very quick. I'm saying like one to two sentences. And if you break it, then, you know, you're fucked. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go
4: first. Two seconds. Shout out. Disneyland. Shanghai. Opening May 11th. We're getting back to life as normal. Wow. Yep. Opening Are you going to go in China? In China. Yep. So, thirty percent capacity. They're they're doing some things. They're not going to be you know full, but um, one
3: can only hope that in a couple of months we're back to normal here.
1: Cool. Yeah. Benji.
3: Shout out to the Last Kingdom on Netflix mm-hmm. television show about you guessed it Vikings. Hell yeah! It's great. Wow.
2: Shout out to uh, campfires. I want to have one real bad. Hmm. I've been thinking about it. starting to get warm out. I want to have a fire. I want to sit around a fire, even if I'm by myself. You can do that. I know. I just haven't done it yet. Okay. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, t- I'm fucking dreaming of it. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a shout out. Shout out to fucking campfires. There you go. My shout out is for... Ben, you made me think of this. Uh, for a show on Netflix called The Midnight Gospel. If you enjoy... Weird DMT hallucinate, you know, crazy visuals mixed with Adventure Time. You're gonna, you're gonna like this show. I've been highly yeah. enjoying it. I watched an episode. It's pretty wild, Brandon. I didn't know what you, th- you and Lauren thought. I'm like, yeah. they, yeah, have are speechless yeah. after watching that. Yeah,
2: me and my girlfriend sat down to check it out, and I was just like, this is so,
1: so crazy, but yeah, it's so interesting. It's, it's hard to explain. DMT Adventure Time. Hell check yeah. it out. That's it. That's it for the show. So thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. I kind of already said all the plugs. Just visit our website and subscribe on YouTube. We would really appreciate that. Mm. And uh, we got a new episode of HP After Dark coming very soon. Yep. I guess uh, the old last month's episode is available now for uh, on the public feed and. I guess pretty much instantly. By the time you're hearing this, you'll be able to. I think Friday it'll go up. Friday. Yeah. So on Friday we'll have a new episode on the Patreon that you can get at the dollar level. Whole new episode. Nice. Two dollars? Is that two? Three? I think it's two. Th- we should or three. know this. We do.
4: <laughs> every, it's so confusing because every week we, it's all. I think it's three to get it into. a month early. Okay, I think. it's three. Yeah, but
1: it's worth it's worth that money. So we'd appreciate that. Listen,
4: five dollars and you don't have to worry about anything. That's right. You get it all. You just you get, get it all. It all five dollars.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Handsome Phantom and the HP podcast are fan funded at patreon.com slash handsome Thank you to our Patreon producers, Garrett Morlang, Jared Cavaliero, Ben, Michael J. Sutherland, and Jason Cannon.